Oh. Becky and Cam hotline. Hi. Hi, hurry up. This is Becky speaking. Cam is also on the line. What's your problem? Hi there. Cam Hotline. And it starts right now. It's the Becky and Cam Hotline. This is Cam. And, that's and Becky. I'm Becky. And it's a special nighttime episode. We're after dark. This in the dead of night. We have a little glow lamp in the corner and it's yep. very eerie. And we have sleeping bags on done all the way up to the neck. Yep. And it's scratching. Scratching my my throat, but I'm not going to do anything about it. Becky, you as a stand-up comedian have recently had the good fortune of performing at a function. Yeah. Yeah, so sometimes when you do stand-up comedy, um, workplaces think that they want you to come Mm. and perform for their workplace at like maybe a a convention or some kind of marketing, whatever. Someone in the office has said, you know what would be great for our work? event if we bring a in comedian. a random comedian and they because you know they've seen you at a comedy club and everyone was laughing and they're like well why not just put that in the work yeah the workplace that but at my place of business yeah, and everyone i work with and and beholden to will be there and <laughs> that won't affect the laughs at all so i was asked to and um maybe i shouldn't say their name but no it was a very popular meat company yeah you know they make they huge. They make bacon, um, ham, sure, and all, all sorts cold of cuts, cold cuts. Um, <laughs> oops, have I said too much? We'll bleep that out. We'll bleep out the product. Yeah, but uh, you know, actually, a really great company. Like I must say, people seemed very happy in the workplace. I arrived at the building where I was supposed to perform, mm-hmm. and it's just the work. Like I can't explain. I mean, it sounds really like lame to. You know, to people who have norm- normal jobs where it's like, fuck off, you have to do I 20 minutes I think everyone gets it, though. Everyone has been to a work Christmas party or a work function where it's already awkward enough. Yeah. And then there's a speeches element or someone's like, karaoke, and you can yeah. just tell everyone's like, fuck, well, I, why? Yeah. I'm already struggling to make small talk with Dennis and exactly. Sue. Exactly, and that's when you know people. So I arrive, no one knows me, I turn up, it's this sort of function room inside of a hotel and I'm greeted by a man in his like late sixties, and he's giving me a rundown of the whole company and mm-hmm. how excited they all are for me to be there. All the different meat products. All the they different, make. literally all the different meat products they make. <laughs> um, why, you know, why they're the best, rah rah rah. You know, and then everyone starts streaming in, and they're all like mid forties. I, I would say like. Mostly in their 50s, 40s. And how are they dressed? Are they dressed to the nines or more around the sixes? <laughs> They're dressed um, like they work in the meat industry. <laughs> <laughs> and they're trying to look nice. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm, yeah I can picture it's it. A meat-heavy diet. Absolutely. Um, yeah, a lot of salt. Yeah, a lot of women kind of strapped in to dresses, almost... Looking a bit like, like a meat. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, a lot of men with pink faces, yeah. again, yeah. resembling hair. Yeah. 
and you know, no, it was it was fine. And like, I had to get up and do. You, you, and you also like any other. There's other comedians who are totally, you know, get your Dave Thorntons, get your mm-hmm. get the any any Dave in comedy. Anyone called Dave could have done whack them in a suit or at least a blazer and a t-shirt. Yeah, and they could have done this gig. Serviceable job. Up would there. have loved. They the crowd would have loved it. <laughs> but I get up there so timid, and I'm like, hello guys. Um, What's up, meatheads? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I was like, I'm a huge fan of meat. Just want to say that straight up. <laughs> no one like no one likes it. And there was one moment I went to the toilet and I'm sitting on the toilet and it was like horror. It could have been horror. Like mm. I heard this woman and she goes, what did you think of the um, comedian? There's about four women in there. And I just wanted to, because, you know, I'm like, it's totally fine. It was not the right demographic for me. And I was just preparing to hear it. And I was like, I don't, I know how they feel. I, I didn't kill, but mm. I don't really want to hear it. But then it was really nice. They were like, I actually loved her. Like, I really, I thought she was really funny. And they're like, the boss was worried. He was sort of gripping my hand. But then he relaxed and everyone's just so loose after that because she's so filthy and, and like, they loved me. And so I came out of the bathroom and I was like, ah! You surprised them? <laughs> yeah. And they're like, darling. And they're hugging me. And I actually had... I was just shitting in there. <laughs> could y'all smell it? I could hear y'all while I was shitting. <laughs> And they're like, that's what we're talking about. <laughs> um, so I actually, it was a good lesson in just kind of, it's good to dip your toe back into real, you know, the real workers of this nation. Mm. The people that get the meat from the animal to the trucks, to the grocery <laughs> stores, to our mouths. And I was, um, you know, it was, it was, I came back with a renewed sense of love for the common man. Oh, and, and the common woman. And the common woman and mm. everything in between. And you know what? That's so exciting. I'm so glad that you are now <laughs> just a proud member of the proletariat. Yeah. Welcome to the working class. Totally. We're happy to have you here, Becco. Thanks. We I are- wouldn't really consider you a part of the proletariat. You're a podcaster, right? Yeah, but I work with my hands. You I hold a microphone. I sometimes press play on the thing and record and stuff. Yeah, but that's not like... I think that's working class. No. Well, okay, you're the one who's more in touch with the common person than me, but today we're both in touch with the common person because, honey, they've been calling us up. Ooh. Let's go to our first call. Hi, um, it's the tiny woman again that you referred to. Um, I just have a problem back in my youth when I was playing Tinder. I um, took a Tinder date home and I did a stick and poke tattoo of his of my name on his wrist and I guess my problem is I still see his Facebook with my name on his wrist like all over my Facebook feed and I'm just wondering is it okay to delete him because that time is done and dusted now or is it rude because I did that to him? Thanks. Bye. Oh, imagine her on the keyboard jumping from Q I know. to L. Like, <laughs> I can't. I'm just picturing like, what does she use as a phone? Is it like just an earbud? Oh, she's so, so cute. teeny tiny. What does she think a mouse is? Just like oh. a bit of dust. <laughs> a mouse is like an elephant to her. Oh my god, that's so true. Yeah, it's like Uluru. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like a real mouse is Uluru. <laughs> Oh, thank you so much for calling up, you teeny, tiny little speck of a woman. (laughs) (laughs) We love you so much. We love you. We've missed you. We love the idea of you being on Tinder as well, which I don't know. I imagine it's just like a real bit of Tinder that's come off a campfire (laughs) for you. (laughs) She's playing Tinder. (laughs) So to recap, you back in your youth, 
Imagine how small she would have been oh, then. Her youth. <laughs> oh, my God. She would have been the size of a flea. Yeah. <laughs> um, back in your youth when you are on Tinder, you stick and poke tattooed your name on a guy's wrist. And now, years later, you still see him pop up on Facebook and oh, social media. I'm starting to get a real sense of this tiny woman because she is now dating and well, she's married to an Aussie rapper. Oh, that's right. She did a stick and poke tattoo yeah. on, a, on someone's wrist. I'm guessing yeah. you live in Erskineville. Yeah, I'm picturing <laughs> tiny little Dangerfield girl. Yeah. And just like tartan skirt. Little cherry. Um, She might have like yeah, a badge with a cherries. A badge with a cherry on it. Real sort of like still wearing a choker necklace vibe maybe. Yes. Had a had a black fringe. Mm, yeah, that's that exactly what had to what grow it out because you've actually maybe got mousy coloured hair. Yeah. Oh, definitely mousy. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone you ever see who looks like em- that Emily the Strange character has mousy brown hair. Has mousy roots. Yeah. Deep down we all got mousy roots. This girl especially because she's the size of a mouse. Yeah. She's mousy as hell. <laughs> Okay, so that's fucking that's added a whole new layer to you though, okay. because we already know that you're you know you're a rap wife, <laughs> you slam piece. But now you're like stick and poke tattooing people, and it's and it's funny that you did that, and now you don't like to see it. I think you you're always running from the decisions you've made. <laughs> 100%. Every decision you make, you're running from it. Yeah. And I love it because that's how I live my life too. Do you think she should delete this guy off Facebook and stuff? Um, Yeah. I mean, I guess it's hard. Like if you have bad feelings towards what happened there, you can also just like unfollow someone on Facebook. True, true, true. And you can like mute or hide people. Yeah. Lord knows I have. And how many photos are you seeing that his wrist is visible? <laughs> Like, it's fu- I'd love to see your life. What a fucking psycho. Like, all yeah. of this is psycho. Just going on a date with some guy, like, once or twice, and then he's like, tattoo your name on my wrist. I know. Or she suggested. Either way, it's crazy. And what's he doing now? What He's probably, like, a real estate agent. Yeah. Oh, this? Oh, yeah, I went on a date with this tiny little... The tiniest m- girl. Minuscule girl, and I... <laughs> Anyway, she did this. What um, what does she use to tattoo it? That's what I want to know. Oh, my God. A splinter? I guess a splinter. Yeah. Or, like, maybe the top of a pin. <laughs> like, someone took pity on her and they snapped. Snipped a bit of a pin, a pin off. off. Yeah. <sighs> Actually, maybe she'd just use a needle because a needle's already pretty tiny. Yeah, but to her, a needle is like a stripper pole. True. <laughs> <laughs> Something she probably already did. (laughs) The next call will be like, hey, um, this one time I was stripping at like this woke strip club and um, I kind of like ended up giving this guy a lap dance and now he's at my door. (laughs) And I'm freaking out. It's always something from her past that she's like, yeah. oh, no. I, I don't know. I, I get not wanting to – sometimes it's very confronting to see a life that you've lived coming back into the life you have now. I think especially, like, I totally sympathise with that. I don't know, just, you know, I, I've gone through so many phases and it's so funny when I see someone from, like, an old – part of my life and it's like oh it just does give you funny feelings mm. I, I would say it's fine to delete him like what's the there's yeah. kind of no if you're not friends anymore just yeah. delete him who cares let him live with the fact that he's got your name yeah tattooed but how many it. other guys have you tattooed your name on that's the thing that's 
that's the real question is like and what other things have you done yeah i want to know more about you because you're you're just opening up to me as this exciting vivacious mm. dangerous woman uh, yeah yeah you're you're at home with the kids with the kids and the, the rapper and husband. the rapper husband and i just i want to know everything about you every time i imagine her calling us it's under a cot she's crawled mm. under her co- under her child's cot and she's having some time out <laughs> to call the pod. Uh, I, yeah, delete him. Mm. Get rid of this dude. Delete it. Uh, but keep calling us because this is all good stuff and we're yeah. painting a full picture of you. And if anyone out there is an artist and would like to paint a picture. Of what they think of this they tiny think. woman looks like. <laughs> Please do those. And, and use things to scale her, such as a button mushroom. Yeah. Like what would like she a, do with a button mushroom? A 20 cent piece or something. Or have something big and look, make her look terrified of it. Yeah. And by big, we mean like... An apple or Yeah, or like a can of Coke. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, delete it. Now, bye. And now on to our next call. Okay, so my partner and I just moved house and two doors down from us, we're like, you know, we're enjoying the neighbourhood. We've got a dog. We're like taking the dog out and stuff. And we realised that two doors down from us, they also have a dog and their dog is called Hitler. And we're just wondering, like, are they neo-Nazis? What do we do about this? Do we ask them blatantly, like, are you a neo-Nazi if you've called your dog Hitler? Is it already just like, is it too obvious that they're neo-Nazis? Anyway, my partner's also Jewish. So, you know, it would be useful to know if we've just like, you know, moved in. Next to me and um, Thank you so much. You guys are the best. Bye. This is a tough one because to me it reeks of like someone lost a bet and had to name their dog Hitler or something. Mm. Or they've uh, adopted a dog from the RSPCA and it's, right. it's a bit older and it was raised and trained as Hitler and now it's too late to change it. <laughs> <laughs> Which is oh, yeah. a great sketch premise. But I'd hate to live that life of like having to explain it at the yeah. dog park all the time. I think they could change because isn't it just like that? Like you Mitma. could you could change it to like Mitma Mitma Whitma Whitma. That's a Whitma. good one. Whitma. Just change it. Okay, yeah. I mean, our advice is for your neighbours, <laughs> which is just to change the dog's name yeah. from Hitler to Whitma. But that doesn't help if they're actually. If they Nazis. are neo-Nazis, they probably don't want to change it. No, they probably called him that for a reason. Yeah. What It would be good to know like if you've caught sight of them mm. uh, and what their vibe is. Like, if, if I reckon if they're like young boys that look like they're having a laugh, it was a joke. Or, you know who like loves jokes like that, like skateboarders? Like they mm. think they're being edgy and mm. stuff. Like it's such a skateboarder joke to be like, yeah, yeah. call it Hitler man. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, guys. Guys, people die. You know, it was a crazy time. A lot of wackadoo stuff happened back then. And, and it was not okay. It was absolutely not chill what went down. Absolutely horrific. During WW2. Like, I think it's fair to say a lot of the people involved in the Nazi regime, nope. were they around today, would be cancelled. For sure. For sure. Or would they? It's hard to know. <laughs> um, Neil, <laughs> it is hard if your husband, partner, sorry, is Jewish like, it's not nice. Because uh, we've got Jewish friends and some of them have been on this show with <laughs> yeah. us as guests. And I just want to say they don't have the best association with Hitler. Exactly. And I mean, yeah. it, it's it's like one of those things that with time people are so happy to joke about. It's like truly one of the worst things ever. Um, 
So I can see how you'd be a bit freaked out by it. It's sad that the dog has had to kind of cop this, try not to blame the dog. Because let's be honest, the dog has no ideological beliefs whatsoever. No, it just really wants to go for walks and be yeah, fed. and, and like pat, sniff pat things and chew stuff mm. and just wander around hither and thither and <laughs> lay down over here and then get up and jump up onto this lounge yeah. and lay and, down there. And then be bit. in their basket and then all of a sudden decide their blanket has to be on the other side of the basket. Yeah, and, and then just sort of turn around in a circle. Trot over somewhere and then. Like seemingly it looks like they're on a mission, but then when they get there, they, they don't do anything. No, and then like sort of sniff in the air and bark and yeah. get yelled at, yeah. go and sook. Um, that's mainly what dogs do. They're not sitting around thinking of different racial groups that they yeah. don't like. Or, yeah, and like and sort of perpetuating stereotypes. Yeah, or, or like planning a thousand-year Reich or whatever. Yeah, that's not that's, really a dog's mm, MO. No. What if the dog was like, okay, let's let's kind of suspend disbelief. What mm-hmm. if this dog is Hitler? And so Hitler's still alive. Hitler didn't die in the bunker. Okay. That he was able to, because of Nazi science, Mm -hmm. he was able to put himself into the body of a dog. They've gone to live somewhere in Australia, unbeknownst to anyone. He continues to live as a dog and he's passed around to other believers. Oh, my God. And so now you do, you are actually living, let's just say, with like amongst Hitler. Yeah, you're living with Um, Hitler and it's a privilege to yes. get to clean up Hitler's shit. Yeah, yeah. Like these people are like, we've got to keep him alive. We've got to feed Hitler. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Like texting each other at work and shit, being yeah. like, oh, did you walk Hitler this morning? Oh, oh fuck. fuck. Be like, dude. you got to walk Hitler. He's like kind of a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> and he will fucking fire up. He's our guy. Yeah. Okay. Like imagine and <laughs> yeah, it's like one thing to feel guilty for leaving your dog alone at home for like a couple of hours. Yeah, let alone like, he's your hero. Yeah, and like also a kind of scary ruler who. Yeah, yeah. And he doesn't. He can't like talk or anything. He's just. Yeah. He's a dog. And, and he's sort of. You know. He's very mute. He, he's. He's been humbled. It's been a long time. <laughs> he's been humbled by being a dog because like he doesn't get any respect. Yeah. So yeah. there's probably some anger, perhaps percolating inside mm. of him. Perhaps he's regrouping amongst dogs. Is there a way to find – I mean, because I, I really like this Hitler. idea. I don't like Hitler. I, I, you just were about to say no, it. Why, why would record. you say that? I've gone on the record on this podcast saying that I think he was a bad apple. I think okay. he was a real <laughs> rough customer. Sure. Um, then why were you just about I'm to say I'm not afraid like- to say that sort of stuff. <laughs> I was going to say I like the idea of it being that this dog actually is Hitler. Is there a way to – that these guys can prove it. Mm. Like, do they have any access to the occult, to witchcraft, and they can sort of do some yeah. incantations and? Or you could put a paintbrush in his in his mouth and mm. say, "Paint Hitler," and he'd he'd say, "Oh, wait, really? Because yeah. I I do like to paint." <laughs> um, no, that's sort of why I killed six million Jews because one of them said I couldn't paint. Do you reckon um, that's true? I've always heard that, but I wonder uh, if that's well, if you really boiled it down, if that's what it was. I would say there's some other things at play there, but <laughs> yeah. um, certainly, you know, these things are connected. It's a very convenient mm. thing. And when I hear that, I think, thank God you had a good set at that meat show. Exactly. Because that could have been the beginning of your dictatorship. Yeah. I started, I would start to simply massacre people who look <laughs> as though they eat ham. <laughs> <laughs> so not Jewish people. No, no, yeah. no, no. Yeah, the opposite. I will be the hero for the Jew- for the Jews. Mainly Germans, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I guess our advice to you would be try to f- 
get access to some kind of kidnap a Hitler, movement. take him okay. in and do tests. Yeah. Um, run tests run on tests. this dog. Find out if it is Hitler. And then it's truly your call if you take it to the vet and put it down. I don't want <laughs> to say is you should, option. but that is your call. That's an option. Yeah. Well, I, I think like if it is Hitler, maybe it and is your responsibility. Then, even to do if that. they're not neo Nazis, they're going to hate your Jewish <laughs> boyfriend anyway because you killed his dog. <laughs> so you'll never know if they hate him for being Jewish or a dog murderer. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for Thank calling. Thank you for calling. You're the best. Let's go to our next call. Hey, it's Anna from Melbourne. Um, I've just moved into a room share house and um, on the toilet, on the front side of the toilet, there seems to be like a piece of rock hard poo that has just hardened over time. And I'm really struggling if I, like, to think of if I should just get rid of it or just leave it there to settle and not get involved in that business. If you guys could help me out, that would be very much appreciated. Thank you. Ah, uh, the old rock hard bit of shit in the toilet business. It's so, it's so like disheartening to think that there's probably advice hotlines and podcasts out there that have people calling up with like philosophical questions, I know, spiritual. Like, oh, I don't know about. I've lost my faith. I don't know what to do. And our callers are just like, I've got there's- a bit of shit <laughs> on a toilet. Should I clean it off or just I mean, not get involved in that? I just business? want to know what his life is like. Like he's like, oh, I want a coffee, but I'm not sure. Oh, should I? So you I know like, what? Yeah, man, just do it. You should get a coffee and then and then, sh- and then use the, the diarrhea <laughs> to clean the hard shit off the toilet. Totally. Have you tried? Okay, so I'm assuming it's like a hard bit that's kind of all the other hard bits have gone. Yeah. And this bit's like, nope. What the fuck <laughs> is this podcast? <laughs> Should we role play being the um the uh, hard shit on the bowl? <laughs> you be the bowl, I'll be the hard bit of shit. I'm the bowl. Yeah, you're the bowl. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't think we can role play that. All right, it'd be a pretty. I reckon we can try it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Um. <clears throat> hey. Yeah. Hey. Um. I, I'm bowl. By the way, I don't know if we. Formally met. A um, hard bit of shit. Yeah, yeah. I was just going to ask, how long are you planning on uh, um, sticking around here? Cause, here? Because <sighs> I've I've been I've lived here for ages. Yeah, it's so nice. And people come through, and I meet them briefly, and we chat and all that. But yeah, yeah. But I actually, this is a one bedroom, and I don't really have room for like a, a, a hard bit of shit. Hard bit of shit to mm. move in. Yeah. Listen, I'm just thinking I've seen other turds go down that toilet. I know what happens to them. I know where they go. And I'm just like loving it here. You know, it's so clean. It's like there's so many people because it's share house. I love share house living. There's always someone new coming through and don't get me started on the parties. (laughs) Like, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like. I I, I love looking up at the pussies. Okay. Yeah, that's kind of what I was worried about you saying because um, you give off a real sexual vibe for a hard piece of shit. Really? Yeah, and I don't know if that's the vibe that I want in my bowl, you know what I mean? Like, Well, I try to kind of soften it because I've got the hard bit and then the little smear at the bottom. And that's like <laughs> my way of being like, don't worry, I'm all good. <laughs> I'm soft, yo. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just like, and don't take this the wrong way or whatever. Okay, I'm really sensitive. Okay. Even though I'm hard, I've, I've, I've got a soft center. Yeah, but it's just like everything in here is like just the way I like it. It's all right. smooth. Have and- you ever thought about that, the fact that you could be a control freak? Um, you're someone who needs your surroundings to be perfect when life ain't perfect. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt, yep. no doubt, no doubt. Yep. Uh, but 
But I will just say that maybe it's is it possible that you're you're just like you just won't you just gotta fuck off. I just what? need you to fuck off, okay? Because it's actually you've invaded my space. This isn't this isn't your space. This is a place where things come and go. And, and go and go. Well, I will go when I feel it's time for me I'd to go. I'd love you to go now. Uh, mate, to be honest, I would if I could. Actually, I'm lying. I like it here. But I, here's, I've, I've always done this the way. I've always, I sit here, I'm nice, I'm clean, I accept shits and I accept pisses and occasionally other liquids too and I... I Pass them on to the next place. Yeah. I'm like a, I'm like a and bus I'm, and I'm terminal. Not, and I'm not going to be a part of your little, you know, everything's so perfect. Do, ba do, ba do. You guess, can't guess. stay here. Would you, would you. I don't s- want to pass on. Look, would, a sli- would a person sleep in a train station? No. Some they of them get do. on the train and they go all the way to their beautiful destination. In I this don't case, want the, the, the to ocean. move on. Okay. Can I be honest? Can I be real with you yeah. for once? Yeah. Okay. I'm scared of change. Oh, wow. Okay. Like, well, that's. Can you maybe understand that for a second? Yeah. Okay. Well, like, I, I know you're just a big fucking bowl and, like, you're always clean and that's how you like it. But yeah. guess what? Like, it's not easy for me. I was food. I was in the gut. Mm. Now I'm here. Guess what? I'm sick of being moved along. Mm. I just want to stay here. Maybe make a friend. Like, maybe you, with maybe you. Me? Like, yeah. And I know I'm not wanted. Hell, look at me. It's, I'm a hard piece of shit. Yeah, you're with a smear. With, with a, a smear. smear. With a little smear. Um, can I suggest maybe moving up underneath the ridge where you can't sort of be seen, but I know you're there and we can still talk and hang out and stuff, but like, because right now you're just like right in the middle of it and everyone can see you. I really don't want to move and I really don't think I should have to and I'm sorry, like, I know you've tried to sort of come at this with a mediatory... Hmm. But no, I'm staying. I'm I'm here for the long haul, and um, unless someone gets some sort of implement that can hmm. move me along without my say so, like a toilet I, brush, like a toilet brush or like a knife, yeah, um, which is what I'm feeling. I, I'm not gonna like be a, moved on by a toilet brush. Yeah, I, I gotta yeah. say, it's it's I'm, yeah. I'm pretty stuck on on you. <laughs> I just want to break the role play for a second to say, just fucking clean the, yeah, clean, clean the toilet. The toilet. <laughs> how are you? How is this a debate? Just clean it. Yeah. It's not even. That's uh, our, that's our advice to you. Clean it. Yeah. And we're like, we're so fucked that we're doing a role play where he's a toilet bowl and I'm a hard piece of shit. And we're telling you to just clean your just toilet. Just clean the toilet. It's not hard. It's easy. It is super easy. Yeah. So uh, case closed. Do yeah. that. And let's go to the next call. <laughs> Hey, Becky and Cam. Look, I've got a bit of a problem. Okay, yep, I go to therapy. Love that for me. But my therapist has grown a mustache and it looks exactly like my boyfriend's. And um, every time now that I look at him during a session, all I can think about is my boyfriend. And it's just really strange. And I can't talk to him about my problems anymore, but I don't want to change therapists. It's just really weird because I don't want to talk to him about it either and bring up the moustache because that could just go into a whole psych thing and I don't want that to happen. So what should I do? Straight up, you've got to murder your boyfriend and <laughs> fuck your therapist. He sounds End hot. End of call. He sounds way hotter than your boyfriend. Yeah. He's got a friggin' 
moustache, baby girl. Oh, my God. And he'd be able to fuck with your head. <laughs> he'd know all your trigger points. He's playing mind games while he's, mm. I don't know, going down on you and shit. Yeah. That's awesome. That'd be the best sex of your life. Yeah. He knows you. He knows how fucked up you are. <laughs> and he's not scared to eat your pussy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love that she is aware that she could just get easily psychoanalyzed. That's the problem with people that go to therapy, I think, um, mm. is that they're like, yeah, I know you're going to read into this. Yeah. I know you're going to say, oh, you just project your boyfriend onto every male because you secretly wish that every male was a lover of yours and you're because it comes back to your childhood when you felt unattractive. I know yeah. you're going to say all that, so just don't. And he's yeah? like, no, you have bipolar. <laughs> I'm writing you a script ASAP. <laughs> um, Do we think it's possible at all that her therapist is just her boyfriend, but he puts on a fake moustache? <laughs> and he's like, so let's just get back to your feelings yeah. about Dylan. Yeah. Do you think he's a mad cunt or? <laughs> <laughs> or, di- or a dead shit? <laughs> <laughs> just say. Just say once and for all. <laughs> Um, I yeah, mean, so I, that's a theory. I mean, honestly, I just think like it would be so funny for us if you brought it up in therapy and told yeah. this to your therapist so we could hear more about it. Totally. And like, how can a mustache make someone look so much like someone else? <laughs> I know. I know. I, I don't, maybe you're too fixated on. Did your, can I ask, did your father have a mustache? Oh, God. Good question. Because a lot of these things do come back to those sort of familial bonds, that attachment. Yeah. I'm going to say, hmm, you listen to podcasts, you had a father, but he wasn't always around. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on a second. I listen to podcasts. Yeah, and your dad was not mentally there. <laughs> he was always listening to his records. <laughs> Watching the news, hosing down the driveway. Making tut-tut noises. <laughs> Disapproving of things that I like. <laughs> um, yeah, it is possible that you're just projecting a lot here. And as to completely untrained therapists... We'd love to help you with that. Yeah. Also, I guess our first bit of advice would be, you got to ditch this therapist, dude. Yeah, just ask for a new one, I guess. Like, any kind of... It's already hard enough to divulge things to a stranger. Yeah. But if you're already in your head about him looking like someone else, it's like it's just going to make it doubly hard. Just ask for a new one. You can do it pretty easily, I've been told. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I mean, exactly. It sounds like you're looking for excuses to not open up to this guy anyway. Yes, you are. And what's that about? Yeah. What is that about? Why don't you want to open up? Why don't we just like... And, 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 and. May I say one thing? Would the likeness to your boyfriend not make you feel a little more close to this therapist? Well, I think that reveals a lot about her relationship with her boyfriend. Do you feel not safe with your boyfriend? Do you need help exiting the relationship? You can stay at my house for three nights. Is your boyfriend a mad cunt or a dead shit? Tell us now on the air. Blink twice if he's a dead shit. (laughs) Fuck, he's a dead shit. Oh, God. (laughs) Um, Should we role play it? Okay, let's role play it. I'll be the therapist. You be the girl and you're, I guess... Exiting this therapy relationship. Okay, okay, exiting, exiting. Let's do a full scene set. I'm wearing a um, sexy crop top for some reason. That's such an interesting choice to bring to therapy. I know, but like I'm playing weird games with myself. Okay. I'm wearing... But but, but I've got like a full hoodie over the crop top. Sure. So, But I know that I have a sexy crop top underneath my hoodie. All right. I'm wearing cream chinos. I have RM Williams boots on. (laughs) Okay. And I'm wearing a... Country road, green country road shirt, sleeves rolled up three-quarter styles. 
Cute. Is and this I your have dream glasses. outfit? <laughs> no, no, I'm not an RM's guy. Okay. But um, for the green, the green shirt, shirt, I will yeah. cop to it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, okay, let's go. and it begins. Thank you so much for coming in. Oh, um, thank you. Apologies for making you wait out there. Oh, my, my God. No, literally no problem. Um, I've always waited <laughs> my whole life. Um, interesting you say that. Um, no, no, it's not interesting. I just, I just mean like appointments sometimes take longer than, um, mm. you know. Mm. Hey, this is so dumb. I've really, really enjoyed our sessions, honestly. Um, I didn't think we'd even get this far. I, I, I you know, didn't want to come. <laughs> but after what happened in the office that day, I kind mm. of had to. Mm. I didn't throw that chair, by the way. I was, like, moving it and it fell out of my – I have sweaty hands. Yeah. And, um, it's interesting, though, because I, I did get to review the security footage as a result of the court-appointed thing. And wow. uh, you do – if it, if that's true, that you do have sweaty hands, you, why'd you um, – Pick up the chair and throw yeah, it. Yeah, and, and lob no, it over your head. Well, it was uh, – okay, what happened is I saw I saw a bug. And as I was kind of amping up, I was like, fuck, a bug. Mm. So I had the, the chair – anyway, look <laughs> – you know, people go nuts at work. Um, TGIF, uh, Monday, kill me, right? Like, um, fucking hump day. <laughs> so, yeah, all that was like, it was just work. <laughs> like, work stuff. Mm. So, anyway, so, but it has been really good to talk to you. Um, there's just one thing, I guess, you look so much like my boyfriend um, the, with the mo and everything, and I'm just finding it hard to kind of talk to you and be honest with you because I feel like, uh, there's not a, that's not safe because my okay. boyfriend. I'm going to put a pin in that for one moment and just say, can Ow. you please, uh, <laughs> um, can you please sit down and can you put the chair down? Okay. Because I'm beginning to see a repetitive pattern. Right. For, uh, when you get stressed out, you okay. you pick things up and you tend to throw them. Yeah. So let's let's just sit okay. down, okay. And calm down, okay. and uh, and continue okay. what we were talking about. Is it cool if I just pop a squat? <laughs> I just. Yeah, you yeah. may pop okay. a squat. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Squat position. Uh, sorry, what were we saying? Because you look so much like my boyfriend, I'm feeling that it's hard to open up to you. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I'm sort of telling you things that. What? Why are you laughing? No, no I just um. Nothing. It's fine. What? You don't think I could date someone that looks like you? You think that I'm too ugly? Oh. I have a really sexy crop top underneath this hoodie. If I took it off, you'd probably feel aroused. Well, I mean, you're minuscule and you're um. Pale. A pipsqueak. Yeah, but this pipsqueak packs a punch. I mean, <laughs> I mean, did you see me throw those chairs? <laughs> anyway, so I just, I just need to, I need to um, exit. I would just, I like to see another therapist because I feel that I can't open up to you the way I'm supposed to, and there's a block here, and I just want to leave. So let me leave. Okay. And I'm not saying I could date you. I'm saying you do look like my boyfriend. I'm not saying I'm hot. I've never said that. I'm not saying that. I know I'm a pipsqueak, but I'm just saying that there is a block here and that I would like to continue with therapy, but that maybe this is not the perfect relationship. Okay. I'm happy to recommend another therapist. Wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to yet another perfect episode of the Becky and Cam Hotline. We love to do this we love your feedback and we're loving everything about you yep so keep calling on 02812321030 i nearly forgot at that time mm, we That's, need a new number what is going on and guess what 
Well, yeah. Okay. Well, we like, might have, we might have a new number cooking. We up. have a secret. Imagine if we get a new number, but it's even more complicated. Yeah, it's plus one four <laughs> three yeah. dash. It's Thai. You have to dial. It's a Taiwanese number. Yeah, yeah. So. You have to go o three, and then you got to hold the four down. Yeah. For it'll feel like too long. You hold it down for about a full minute. Yeah, and then you have to talk to someone in Italian. Yeah. And they'll pop you through to someone over in um, Afghanistan. Yeah. That's gonna be a tough call. Yeah, that is a tough call. That's a tough call. Because you do have to negotiate some stuff that's going on over there. Yeah. But, but it will eventually put you through the voicemail. Yeah. So, so stick with keep it, calling guys. And- uh, keep on calling though. Give us your problems. We love them. Keep giving us updates, especially if you are a tiny woman or you're in love with your therapist and his moustache we would love more of that we would love that and we love you and goodbye alvita saying good night